According to a Cleveland Clinic survey, only half of the 1,174 adult men surveyed said they get regular checkups. And incredibly, 72% would rather do, get this, household chores than go see a health care provider. Well, since it's been proven that health checkups are a vital for longevity, one might ask, why are men so hesitant to visit the doctor? Welcome back to Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth. I'm your host, Al Waller, and with me is Mihaela Vince, public health expert of Nonprofit Transamerica Institute, to talk about health screenings for men. And to that end, we're going to dive into depression, high blood pressure, and prostate screenings. From this segment, you'll learn why they're important, how often you should get screened, and what to expect during screening. But before we unpack all of this, we'd like to remind you that if you have topic ideas, please reach out to info at transamericacenter.org. As always, we welcome your feedback. Well then, Mahela, good to have you back. Hi, Al. It's good to be back. Now, Mahela, as many observed, the COVID-19 pandemic has resulted in many elective procedures being put on hold. And this, in turn, is what led to a substantial decline in preventative screenings. So perhaps you could lead off by talking about why health screenings are important in the first place. Health screenings are vital to maintaining good health, especially as you get older. Think about preventative checkups, like taking in your car for routine maintenance to make sure everything is running smoothly. Annual physical checkups really have the same concept. Exams look at overall health, they provide health maintenance, and they might even identify underlying medical issues before they become complicated to treat. Health screenings especially can detect problems early when chances are high for successful treatment. Lots of deaths could actually be prevented if people got regular health screenings, as recommended by their doctors. I think most uh, would agree that preventive medicine and those types of measures associated are really the way to go. But what do health uh, screenings really do in terms of helping our health? Routine screenings, they allow physicians to compare test results over time, increasing the chances that a potential problem can be prevented through interventions like medication or lifestyle changes. One of the most important things a man can do for his health, or really anyone can do for their health for that matter, is to be proactive. If issues come up, an early visit to the doctor could stop a small issue from turning into a big one. You know, if we don't change our car's oil or rotate its tires, our car can end up having some costly and potentially unsalvageable problems. And really the same goes for our bodies. True to that. Well, and I can personally attest to that because some years ago I had been prescribed medication for rising blood pressure. And after faithfully taking it at the onset, I just kind of let it slide by the side and didn't bother refilling it. I was working out. I thought, well, I'm in great condition. What do I need this for? So I went on my merry way until I was scheduled for a full physical as a condition of employment with a client I had accepted and offered to join as a NEPTI or full-time employee. Long story short, the numbers on my blood pressure reading went through the roof. I mean, the, oh, the no. look on that doctor's face. And I mean, they tried to do it a couple times. And I mean, it. well, we won't go to the numbers, but it, it was crazy. And it could have jeopardized my opportunity uh, with this company. So let me tell you, lesson learned there. Be smart and follow your doctor's orders and take your medicine. Now, how often, though, should men be seeing their doctors? The recommendation is annually. An annual physical exam is a wonderful way to develop a relationship with your doctor so that they can really get to know you as a person as well as help you stay on top of your health. So this means seeing your doctor even when you feel healthy. <laughs> Keep in mind that there are different screenings to be on the lookout for. 
preaching to the converted. Yeah, and let's talk about that then in terms of what specific screenings uh, are recommended. Good question. And there are different screenings recommended for different age groups, as well as for those with different risk factors. So it's just important to check in with your doctor to determine which ones are appropriate for you. As you said at the intro, in today's episode, I'll be talking about depression, high blood pressure, and prostate cancer screening. So let's uh, let's start with depression and why should men screen for this condition? Depression screening is very important because this condition is among the leading cause of disability in people, according to the World Health Organization. And depression is a major risk factor for suicide for older men, with suicide rates increasing with age, according to an NCHS data brief. According to Mayo Clinic, men are less likely than women to recognize, talk about, and seek treatment for depression, so it's especially crucial that they get screened. And for those uh, who are wondering, can you take us through some of the more common symptoms of depression? Yeah, according to the National Institute of Mental Health, depression is really characterized by persistent feelings of hopelessness or pessimism, as well as feelings of guilt, worthlessness, or helplessness. You might find yourself having a hard time concentrating or feeling fatigued and drained of energy. Depression is also characterized by loss of interest or pleasure in hobbies and activities that you once found enjoyable. Here again, drawing on personal experience, I, I had a, actually a few friends who had difficulty transitioning from high school, you know, into college. And, and in some cases, you'd mm-hmm. never guess it. I mean, they were all really pretty well accomplished, good grades, good looking, good athletes and so forth. But they just seemed to hit that wall, which found out later, you know, occurs with uh, a lot right around in that early 20s age uh, range. Fortunately uh, for them, they had supportive parents and some very understanding friends who proactively guided them to the family physician and some cases uh, with counselors, which basically enabled them to get comfortable, turn things around and, and stay the course. But it can really be very frightening and debilitating. Perhaps you can talk to us of how depression is screened for. Generally, your doctor will complete a questionnaire. They collect information on the history of your symptoms, like mm-hmm. what they are, when they started, how long they've lasted. They'll also look for things like changes in habits, like your sleep, your appetite, your behavior, according to WebMD. They may also ask for a family history on the condition, too. That makes sense. So then how often should men be screened for depression? U.S. Preventative Services Task Force, or USPSTF, which is a bit easier to say, recommends that (laughs) depression screenings for the general population, including men, to ensure diagnosis, treatment, and appropriate follow-up. But they just have not come out with a recommendation on how often this should be completed. So just talk to your doctor if you have any concerns. Well, that makes uh, appropriate sense, too. Now, you also mentioned high blood pressure screenings. What should men know about this type of screening? The USPSTF recommends that those who are 18 begin screening for high blood pressure. And according to the Mayo Clinic, high blood pressure, which you already know, can lead to serious health conditions like heart disease and stroke. So knowing your blood pressure and treating it if it's high can really help lower the risk for these types of more serious conditions. Yeah. Yeah. So this (laughs) is especially important because high blood pressure usually does not have any symptoms and cannot be detected without being measured. Perhaps you could share with our audience what a screening for high blood pressure involves. So a blood pressure test measures the pressure in the arteries as the heart pumps through an inflatable cuff around the upper arm. The best place to have this done is at the doctor's office, the devices at grocery stores or drugstores just might not be accurate and should always be confirmed in a clinical setting before beginning treatment, according to an right. article published in JAMA. 
besides uh, the hygienic factors, I've always wondered about those devices and their accuracy. So how often should one be screened for high blood pressure? The USPSTF recommends annual screenings for adults age 40 or older and for those who are at an increased risk for high blood pressure. But those who are aged 18 to 39 years old with normal blood pressure who don't have any other risk factors should be rescreened about every three to five years. Let's now turn our attention to the prostate and why should men be getting screened for prostate cancer? Prostate cancer is the most common cancer affecting males in the United States, right before skin cancer, according to the American Cancer Society. Prostate cancer is highly treatable in the early stages, so that's why men should get screened for it. All all kidding aside, I'm not sure I actually knew it ranked that high, but it, it is reassuring to know that this, in fact, is highly treatable in the early stages. Perhaps you can give us some background on prostate screenings. For men, having regular prostate-specific antigen screenings, also known as a PSA screening for prostate cancer, will give healthcare providers an idea if there's a health issue. It's important to have a baseline to determine if there are any big changes which can warrant further testing, and talk to your doctor to determine if screening is actually even right for you. What's involved in the screening process? The screening process includes a blood draw, which looks at the blood level of the PSA. This is often combined with a physical exam of the prostate gland. During the physical exam, they look for bumps and lumps, according to the National Cancer Institute. Many doctors do consider a PSA reading of 4 and above to warrant further testing. However, any big changes or jumps in the PSA reading are a cause for concern, according to the American Cancer Society. Now, how often should men be screened for prostate cancer? In 2018, the USPSTF made the following recommendation about a PSA screening. So those who are 55 to 69 years old should individually decide if they want to be screened with their doctor's guidance. And those who are 70 or older are not recommended to get the PSA-based screening. Really, you just want to talk to your doctor, learn what's involved, and decide if a PSA test is right for you. That's interesting. Why are PSA-based screenings not always recommended? You know, some men may actually experience potential harms from screening, including uh, false positive results that require treatment, which can lead to health complications, according to the USPSTF. And this is really because lots of different factors can affect PSA levels. So ultimately, this is just a decision that you want to make with your doctor. Well, then are there times where screening is advised, say, more often and sooner? Yeah, prostate cancer does run in families, so people with close family members with prostate cancer or those who have had someone in their family with prostate cancer before the age of 50 should be aware that this will predispose you to prostate cancer, according to the Prostate Cancer Foundation. So those with the predisposition are encouraged to be screened before 55 and more often, but always talk to your doctor about any concerns you may have. From today's uh, conversation, I've gathered uh, the bottom line is keep calm, remember to breathe, and get regular checkups and make sure you have a good and honest communication during those visits with your doctor. Thanks again, Mihaela, and here's hoping you'll join us for future episodes where we'll be covering financial literacy and healthy vision. If you have comments, feedback, or topic ideas, please reach out to info at transamericacenter.org. And also, don't miss our recent episodes on retirees returning to work, the health benefits of water, and aging myths. Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth, is brought to you by Transamerica Institute, a nonprofit, private foundation dedicated to identifying, researching, and educating the public about retirement security and intersections of health and financial well-being. You can find our weekly podcast on WYPR's website and mobile app, wherever you get your podcast and at transamericainstitute.org. 
Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth is produced by the Transamerica Institute with assistance from WIPR. Until the next time, I'm your host, Hal Waller. Stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening. The information provided here is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as insurance, securities, ERISA, tax, investment, legal, medical, or financial advice or guidance. 